Blog Talk Radio. Welcome everyone, it's another episode of The Roman Show for the week of March 20th. On this episode, we welcome Ryan of Nothing Left. Check out the band releasing their latest AP in April. This plus much more coming up on The Roman Show. Step down to the get down. Alright, whenever you're ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in the face. Booster, go. Retro, go. Vital, go. Fly. Guidance, Surgeon, go. Blind, go. We're going to fly. GNC, we're going to go. Go, go. Go, go. FAO, we are going. Network, go. Covering, go. Capcom, we're going to fly. Launch control, this is Houston. We are going to launch. The Roman Show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman. All right, welcome everyone. This is another episode of The Roman Show. I'm your host, Rodolfo Roman, joined by none other than the dashing one, Mr. George Alonzo. What's going on, George? And we have a special guest on this episode today. Of course we have a special guest, but before we get to her, of course, I have to say thank you very much for actually introducing me right this week, because last week you had a little fumble, but this week you finally said it right. But here I am enjoying my good old tasty cherry lollipop margarita, thanks to, of course, the lollipop queen that's here joining us from Russell City Radio, Christina. How are you today, Christina? I am doing marvelous. How are you gentlemen doing tonight? I'm fine. I'm enjoying this cherry lollipop margarita you prepared for me. Thank you. You're very welcome. I am a, be- a very well-practiced uh, bartender. Cherry lollipop. All right, well, on here, and welcome, Christina, here on the program. We have a very special, special segment that George likes to talk about. Well, he likes to give advice, quote-unquote. So we're going to get things going, but want to give a quick shout-out. To Athlon Rub, make sure you rub this thing on before, during, and after. Because, ladies and gentlemen, when you rub this thing during your training, trust me, you sound absolutely, well, you feel absolutely amazing. doesn't matter if the bumps or bruises, even if you get sex tapes, leaps, trust me, it'll cure the pain with Athlon Rub. Check it out, AthlonRub.com. Also, we're giving away free tickets to the Miami-Dade County Youth Fair this weekend. Skillet will come to town and there'll be some other great performances all the way through April. Go ahead, like us on Facebook, uh, Roman Show Media, and on Instagram, Roman Show Media. And also follow us or subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Roman 201 to enter for an opportunity to win free tickets to the Miami-Dade County Youth Fair in South Florida. All right, George, it's time to open the Dashing Ones Inbox. You've got mail. Okay. So, you know, last week how I told you that I wanted to be nice and all that stuff. I I think I'm throwing that nice out the window. So, uh, because it, it didn't get really that popular when I was nice. So this week, I'm going back to my old ways. Christina, I do apologize for all this because you know what? This is the dashing one's time, okay? So by all means, let's go ahead and read my email here. This comes from Doug, coincidence, from Texas, 
where everything's bigger in Texas. You know that? Yeah, I've heard about that. Well, by, according to him, he's a little lost. So Doug from Texas asks, George, what's a good place to go on a first date? I'm thinking the movies. Oh, God. What's a good place to first take it? Okay, you know something, Doug? First place that's be, that would be good to take out a first date for your woman. How about this? How about I take her out first for you, huh? I, 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 I break the ice for you. I let her come to my house. I'll let her, you know, enjoy the first date. Then you could have her for the second. That way you're not so nervous for your first date. So, you know what? Take her to the movies because the job will already be done on date number one with me. And send us an email, info at theromanshow.com. The dashing one, George Alonzo, will give you advice on your love life or anything else. Info at theromanshow.com. Shoot us an email or send us a tweet at the Roman Show. And uh, George, what is up with your different martini? Every time you have a different flavor of martini, we talked about it. You've had grapefruit and uh, cherry and uh, the other one you had a cotton candy flavored um, martini. What, what is up with this? What, what martini are you going to have during the WrestleMania weekend or WrestleMania itself that day? That, that, that day, that specific day, you would have to wait and see. Maybe I, I come up with a screwdriver martini or maybe a, a Goldschlager martini because it's, it's the, the showcase of the immortals. It has to be a top martini. Top martini. And uh, to answer your question about me and all these different flavors, you know I'm a man of different flavors, Mr. Roman. I can just have one certain flavor. I, like, it's, it's like me with nationalities. I don't care if you're white, black, green, purple. I'll have you all. You have a flavor every single day, a different flavor every day. Practically, that's why I'm dashing. Because not just do the women line up for me and even guys line up for me. Guys, I don't go that way. But, you know, not only do people line up for me, but all these bartenders and all these bars line up to say, George, try my martini or try my margarita or try my mojito. You know, and I, I go ahead and do it. So they line up that they're giving free furniture away at Ikea on a Sunday morning. Yeah, practically. Have you ever tried their meatballs? Have you ever tried their meatballs? Can we stay away from using sexual innuendos? We started with screwdriver, meatballs, all these things. All right, you know what? Let's kick into gear. Let's go into reality check and talk some pro wrestling. All right, well, Christina George, uh, talk to pro wrestling, of course. The biggest buzzworthy news of la- during the weekend, actually, is none other than Paige's leaked sex tape and nudie pictures, along with allegedly Alexa Bliss and some other wrestlers that have uh, had their personal information leaked out. So here's my thing, guys. I don't know how you guys feel about it. Of course, everybody has their different opinion, but Paige, um, you know, sadly... They haven't really talked too much about Alberto Del Rio, you know. And I feel for the guy, knowing that mentally you're seeing these images, if he has seen or I really don't know. But if he does, or I'm sure he, somebody tweeted to him some really nasty things, because you know how nasty those people on the internet can be. But I feel bad for the guy, knowing that he he has to be the moral support for her and for himself, because it's not easy to know that your fiance is the the walk or the talk of town on the internet bashing her and so forth but i think this this is a lesson learned for 
I mean, not just for, of course, her, but everyone else, you know, to really be cautious of what you put out there on the Internet because you never know when it can bite you in the ass. And surely enough, it did bit Paige this weekend. Listen, as far as this topic is concerned, I don't like talking about it because it's a very touchy subject, but, but you, you put it on me on the spot here, so I have to. Uh, basically, Alberto, he's already won my respect. The guy is there supporting Paige through her bads, through her goods. So, Alberto, great job, man. Uh, if you ever listen to this episode, great job. I respect you for that, being the man that you are, being there for her during a tough time. Great job. Now, as far as the Paige situation, Paige is, n is not in the wrong in any of this. She's the victim. Because here is a situation where you feel like, hey, I could have a picture on my phone where I'm privately going to see it between me and my loved one or even maybe my best friends. I don't know. And then the next day is shared all over the world. All over the world. Every single eye is seeing it. And then what's making the matter worse is that social media, instead of saying, stop sharing that, guys, people are going out of their way creating memes, creating, uh, you know, spreading gifts, spreading the news around, spreading this, spreading that. So tell me exactly what makes you different from the hacker or what makes you different from a situation of, A, cyberbullying. Because this is a way, it's not helping Paige. We all know that she feels bad about it. So, guys, stop this nonsense. Respect her privacy. She's not the only victim, as we know there's, there's other women that is involved in this situation. And even men. Uh, even Look, I'm not taking away anything from, you know, Brad Maddox. The guy's junk was shown. You know, same thing for Xavier Woods. Uh, but, point is... It is what it is. Leave it as is. Stop the spreading. Stop the cyberbullying. Uh, Christina? Uh, yeah, I think that, you know, the entire situation is definitely uh, sad to, to see. And, and it's upsetting that, you know, personal pictures and photos were put out there for the public to see. And, you know, I think people that, you know, are not in the public eye, you know, everyone has at least one time or another have taken, you know, risque pictures or risque videos that were only meant for the eyes of, you know, themselves, their loved ones, uh, you know, people that they're in a personal relationship with. And, you know, for these videos to be, to be released on the Internet for the public to see and the public to gawk at and the public to comment on, it's, it's definitely really upsetting. You know, Paige is definitely a victim. And, you know, like I was kind of telling the guys a little bit earlier, you know, take this as note for the future. Anybody who decides to take, you know, pictures or videos, take it on VHS. Take it on beta tapes. Take it on laser discs if you have to. No one can hack a VHS tape. Tape it if you have to, if that's what you're into. Bury it. Don't let anyone see it. Don't let it be in the cloud. Don't let it be on your phone. Just, you know, if you have to take these videos for, you know, those purposes, just take it on VHS or a beta and just bury it in the desert with all of those E.T. video games and let it be. E.T. video games. Really? No, I, I totally agree with you on that. And, but George, I know you got a couple of thong pictures in the cloud. You better make sure you delete those things. I told you not to tell anyone that. I don't know if anyone's interested in hacking that, but, you know, just in uh, case I, it's out there. I told you not to share. They would burn down the cloud. <laughs> I, I don't know. You probably thought of World War Three. the Russians hacked into that and saw that thing. 
But uh, needless to say, you know, and you're right, you're you're right, Christina. It isn't a it's a chance to really be cautious of what you put out there, and and sometimes you get carried away, especially if you're young. You know, you like to take all these pictures, and you're oh look at me, and and it's fine. But it is sad, and I feel bad personally for for Paige because she has to go through all this stuff. You know, emotionally, it's it's very upsetting. And she's probably possibly even depressed for all we know. We don't know. And she's distressed. And 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 now, to me, you know, I saw the tape. And when I saw it, you know, many guys are, like, thinking very perverted. Like, but I felt bad for her. I, I even felt bad watching it because I have this mentality of seeing her as a sports entertainer. It's a girl who busted her tail to get to where she is. I have respect for her. But then to look at her that way is it, you lose the respect for for. for what you're seeing, and that is what some other average Joes, you know, think of, like, oh, you know, this girl is a, you know, a walk around the park, but it's not really the case, you know, it's a a simple mistake that she did by recording those things, she never would have done it, lesson learned, she was young at the time, she's probably wasn't even 21, she couldn't even lose legal enough to drink, but again, this goes as a lesson learned to really be careful what you put out there, not just with sex takes, but shoot, you know, I've had on a personal level, you know, my identity stolen, so I have to go to the social security, and that takes, trust me, that, that, it's hell. So, just be careful what you put out there online. That, that's, that's just pretty much the lesson learned. Listen, I'm not saying that either that the people that, are, that saw the pictures or saw the videos, that they're the bad people, because it's curiosity. Everyone has it. Everyone's curious in life, or else we would never advance forward. You, we would not know what's happening. Why do we watch the news? Why do we watch uh, TV programming? Because we're curious to see what happens next. You know, just like pictures, just like, you know, streaming videos. But the point, what makes, you know, what makes you different in this situation is, yeah, you were curious to see the video, you were curious to see the pictures, but what makes you different is, will you share it? So stop the... Stop the spread and just end it with the curiosity. Yeah, I I agree with you guys that, you know, there's not much you can do about it now. It's out there. Everyone has seen it. The only thing I can kind of, like, give advice on is just, to, you know, it's out there. There's nothing you can do about it. And, you know, it's just like the another Internet thing where it's going to be trendy for a week. And then everyone's going to forget about it. You have to just, you know, go out there with your head held high and just accept the fact that it's out there and there's nothing really you can do about it now at this point. And kind of just, you know, go out there with your head held, 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 head held high. Excuse me head held high, and kind of just, you know, take responsibility for your actions and learn from it and, you know, kind of, you know, let people know that, you know, sometimes these things happen and it's unfortunate that it does happen and, you know, let it be a lesson to, uh, you know, future generations and girls out there to, you know, let them know that if these pictures and videos that you do take with your significant other can get out there and the repercussions of that happening. Absolutely right. Thanks again for that comment. Again, George, I know those bikini shots you have in Lake Tahoe, please. Please don't Bro. throw them in the clouds. Bro, first you released the, my thongs, and now the beginning. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm, get, I'm getting a lawyer on you. It's okay, man. You know, all right, look, listen. Jim Cornette is coming back to the WWE to induct the Rock and Roll uh, Express, part of the, the Hall of Fame uh, festivities. Jim Cornette, of course, has uh, had his, uh, let's just say, his disagreements with the company and many folks out there. So this is pretty much the talk of the internet. Everybody's like, oh my God, Jim Cornette. And he's a very outspoken person. We've met him on a personal level. He loves to talk. Sometimes 
more than enough. So what do you think the reaction is going to be uh, for the crowd in Orlando when he comes out for the first time in the WWE for a very, very long time to introduce the Rock and Roll Express? Okay. Best expression to give you. Um, Maria Menounos. Not her fault. But Maria Menounos, I believe, showed up at one Hall of Fame just recently. It was either last year or the year before. But she was inducting somebody. I, I don't remember who. But she was inducting someone, and she got the biggest heel heat from the crowd to a point that she wanted to cry live on stage. Again, not her fault. This case, you have Jim Cornette, who has bashed many WWE talents, and the WWE product, don't expect a warm welcome from that man. From the fans, I mean. And, on top of that, from people that are there live like Kevin Owens. That has been bullied by Jim Cornette since he started in the business. So, what I'm trying to say is this. I don't think it's going to be a warm welcome, number one. I think it's going to be another Maria Menounos. But just like Maria, it wasn't her fault. In this case, it was Jim's fault. And uh, we will see from there. You know, when they actually announced Jim Cornette as, you know, being a part of the Hall of Fame, I was really shocked because, you know, you can't doubt Jim Cornette's contribution to the business as a whole. But with, you know, his, I guess, lack of a better term, uh, foot in mouth syndrome, where he tends to open his mouth where it doesn't really need to. And, you know, a lot of his comments, a lot of negatory comments made towards, you know, present you know wwe superstars and he's going to be in a room full of people that he has talked so much trash about i don't expect that you know from fans point of view i don't expect a warm welcome and from a you know a worker point of view i don't expect a warm welcome at all it's going to be a a tough sell for for him to be there and it's definitely going to be a a sight to see come hall of fame (laughs) ain't that the truth we're going to get a lot of heelies there when uh, Jim Cornette walks on stage at the Amway Center at the WWE Hall of Fame as he inducts the Rock and Roll Express. Okay, so WrestleMania card, of course, is shaping up. Of course, next week by now, we'll understand who the heck is going to be a part of it. What are you guys liking the most? For, for me, I'm liking The Miz, uh, Maurice, uh, Cena, and, uh, and Nikki. I think to me it has the. I mean, it reminds me of a Jerry Springer with wrestling in there. You know, they're throwing everything but the kitchen sink. They're going at it, and I think I saw this somewhere in the the internet that the Miz is right now is must watch TV. The guy is just absolutely amazing on the mic, and he is. And I think a lot of people don't give him the credit that he deserves. I was watching actually today that promo that he had when he main evented with John Cena in the WrestleMania when he was watching all the, the, the television sets, and in the background you had the Nas song, Hate Me Now. And, you know, I had an opportunity to speak to The Miz, and you have to give props to this guy. This guy's a future Hall of Famer. He, he really, truly is. He came from, you know, this clown who came on the reality uh, show of the real world. Everybody thought he was a, a clown and a fool. Then they had him hosting uh, at Monday Night Raw and SmackDown, and he basically said what, what he believed and what he was telling all his roommates at, at the real world, that he was one day going to become the WWE champion, surely enough, he did it. I mean, he is, he is a great story to tell. And despite all the negativity, he rose to the top. He made an event to the WrestleMania. And right now, I mean, this guy is money. He really, truly is money. 
I agree. Uh, Miz is money. But if you ask me what... Can I pick two, by the way? Sure. Okay. If I had to say what I'm really looking forward to at Mania is, uh, number one, I'm looking forward to uh, Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton. Just because of how personal that issue has gotten. Like, you would... You thought that... Well... To me, CM Punk's situation the, when he feuded with Undertaker years ago, I think no one will ever surpass that with the Paul Bear's ashes. But it was close enough with what happened with Randy where he burned the, the remains of Sister Abigail in that house. It, it was close enough. And uh, as much of a fictional character that is, because Paul Bearer was real to all of us, you know, Sister Abigail is like, who? Who is she? <laughs> what is she? Is she a fictional character? So it's not a, you know, it, you get my picture? But I feel like it's gotten to that point that's, oh my God, this has gotten really, really serious. And I love it. I love it with how Bray Wyatt is turning out to be in this. I love it all. Now, my second one, I have to give it to Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho. Just because I I've thought they should have been the main event in the first place for the Universal title. They have so much better story to give the fans than Brock Lesnar and, and Goldberg right now. That's ridiculous. So, to me, I might be going to Mania and we might be stuck with Lesnar and Goldberg wrestling for the Universal title. Fine. I'm, I'm not going to complain about it. But in my eyes, the main event... It's Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens. So to kind of touch back on the whole uh, Miz, Maurice, Nikki Bella, John Cena match, um, I do think the Miz is definitely underrated. You know, I've been watching the Miz on TV since he was on The Real World and on the Gauntlet series. And, you know, I never took him seriously when he was saying that he wanted to be a WWE superstar. I was just like, okay, that's great. You know, it's a kid with a dream. And even, you know, when he was doing, like, the diva searches, no one really took him seriously either because, you know, he was reading the phone number off of, you know, his hand that he had written mm -hmm. on it. And, you know, even when he was becoming champion, you know, still nobody really believed in him. And he really fought hard to, you know, have him be seen as, like, a main event player. And I really think that he definitely has come into his own. Uh, I think he's a fantastic heel worker. You know, I've been to many WWE house shows and, you know, one of the last house shows that I went to down here in Miami back in December, you know, with people like AJ Styles, Dean Ambrose on the card, the Miz and Dolph Ziggler's steel cage match was the steel, yep. it was the show, or the, the match of the night. It stole the show. Yep. You know, with people like Dean Ambrose and AJ Styles, who have been champions on SmackDown, and the Miz stole the show. Yep. I think there are a lot of elements in this WrestleMania match that are, are really top-notch. You know, you have, um, you know, The Miz, who is a great talker, great heel talker. I absolutely love him on the mic. You have Maurice, his real-life wife, being in the ring. And, you know, she has been at worker, but she hasn't been in the ring in a very long time. And then, you know, with Maurice having real-life heat with Nikki Bella, that's been explained on Total Divas. So if you guys need, you know, a catch-up on that, watch Total Divas. And, you know, John Cena, who I'm not a humongous fan of, but John Cena, I can give him the respect that is deserved that, he definitely gives his matches a really big, like, big fight feel, that these matches are really going to be a big deal. So that is definitely one that I am looking forward to. Um, and I do have to agree with George that I am really looking forward to the, uh, the Bray Wyatt-Randy Orton situation because, I mean, Bray Wyatt, I absolutely love his promo work. I love his, like, sadisticness and, you know, and his match style. And with Randy Orton, too, he's also another uh, – sadistic type of person in the ring like you know he's the predator he's the viper and i think it's going to be an, a vicious all-out brawl and i'm so excited to be able to see it live 
So not only did I get two compliments today, I also get you to agree with me. Nice. <laughs> Jesus. Well, yeah, that's just a little insight here of how we feel about WrestleMania uh, in Orlando. Just around the corner, literally just around the corner, because that's it. This is coming up. Next week is WrestleMania week. So make sure you get your plans straightened out. And uh, again, George, please, I know you have some, some crazy plans of streaking all over Orlando oh. and for the Amway. Whatever you do, don't put it on the cloud. Don't record anything. I'm just putting out, you know, giving you the heads up, just in case. Hey, Christina, where's that attorney friend of yours? <laughs> I'll give you his number. Okay. I, I, I need him because this is the third strike. That's it. I am done. Mr. Roman, you have seen the last of the dashing one for this week. I'm out of here. All right, coming up next, Ryan of Nothing Left talking about the band's album, which will be dropping in April. Coming up next, after this short break. Monster Energy Fort Rock returns to JetBlue Park, April 29th and 30th with Jeff Leppard and Soundgarden. Featuring a perfect circle, Mastodon, Chevelle, Papa Roach, Caesar, Three Days Grace, Alter Bridge, The Pretty Reckless, Highly Suspect, In This Moment, Nothing More, and The Return of the Offspring. Monster Energy, Fort Rock, South Florida's biggest rock experience. Over 25 bands, two days of non-stop rock and roll. Tickets are on sale now. Go to FortRockFestival.com for GA and VIP tickets, hotel options, and more. Fort Rock, fueled by Monster Energy Drink. Welcome back, everyone, to the Roman Show. It's a pleasure to have this man Right here on the program to get things rocking. I'm talking about Ryan of Nothing, Nothing Left. Their album is going to drop yeah. on April 21st. You want to make sure you grab that for yourselves. You can catch a glimpse of the music. You can listen to it on YouTube. You can find it also on our website, theromanshow.com. We put the link there. Destroy and Rebuild is the name of the EP, but it's also one of the songs' name. Ryan, thanks for, for much and uh, joining us here on The Roman Show, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's uh, exciting to to be a part of it. Awesome. Well, Ryan, you you were a part of a, a member of Fort today, but now you're part of this major supergroup, Nothing Left, with your brother. Uh, tell us about this EP dropping on April 21st, Destroy and Rebuild. You you've already dropped a couple of songs already, part of the EP, but particularly in general, the entire EP, Destroy and Rebuild. Why the name and some of the lyrics that uh, really prompted this album or the EP to drop. Yeah, well, I guess, I mean, it starts with we uh, kind of decided that we, my brother and I wanted to do a new project. Um, t- towards the uh, the latter part of Fort Today, we had kind of talked about it and kicked ideas around, and we had a, a, a fairly long uh, little break before we did our farewell tour. So we just kind of uh, got together and started writing for, for a new project and kind of... Uh, it, it was uh, it was really fun to do something that really didn't have any creative boundaries or restrictions or really expectations or anything. So it was just kind of a thing that we could literally do for fun. Um, so we started kind of the idea um, in, in the summer, pr- pr- right before our uh, farewell tour was for today. Um, and, uh, you know, when we had the songs kind of developed, we started writing lyrics, uh, myself and the guy who sings the band named Damon, and uh, we started putting lyrics together for it. And 
you know, it just kind of happened pretty organically. Um, and I think the reason we chose the title Destroy and Rebuild for the EP was just to get kind of a, was a perfect fit considering the place that we were all in in, in our lives and the place that the culture around us is in. And it seems like there's a lot of things around us that we kind of need to let go of in order to keep moving forward. Um, and that's kind of the way you tend to move forward in life is by re- rec- recognizing what needs to change in your life, destroying that, and then rebuilding and moving on from there. So it was kind of a fitting title as we came to a close in the long-term career of For Today and uh, and other projects that everyone else is affiliated with and, and, and just kind of letting go of the past and embracing something new in the future and just letting go of the creative inhibitions that come from being in a band for 12 years um, and embracing the freedom that it, that it is to create music without boundaries or restrictions or guidelines. Um, so that was kind of where that title came from. Um, the song itself is more about the personal um, the personal um, like kind of inter- it's an introspective look on, on, on ourselves seeing in yourselves things that are um, less than desirable and, want, and wanting to let those things go and just continuing to press forward in the midst of realizing your own imperfection and your own, uh, I guess, kind of the way, the way that we're all in, in, inside a bit messed up sometimes. Sure, I mean, you could apply this to... And I think anyone... Yeah, anyone listening to this interview right now could, could, could apply for that, you know? We all go through personal things and... You know, there's a point that, oh, the end is coming and we feel like we're destroyed. But uh, it's just a matter of getting back up and rebuilding yourself. And, and I think a lot of the, the listeners listening to the interview can really uh, fi- can find a comfort in the song. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's the hope that, it, that it's not so specific that, it, that people feel alienated by it. But I think it's a universal thing, um, like you said, that everyone uh, can... Everyone has things in their lives they need to let go of in order to to move on to move forward, um, and I think that's kind of the overarching theme of that is that life sometimes is hard, um, but you can let that destroy you, or you can um, continue to build off of off of struggle. You can you can choose to prevail through struggle. Now, speaking of building, or uh, you you're, you know, of course, you're with your brother. You were in Fort today. Both of you guys were there. And they got these two new guys uh, that formed this group. So you get together in the summer. How soon do you guys start writing? How soon do you guys start working the minds, putting the lyrics down, you know, writing the songs, the, the, the notes, and so forth? How soon do you get things started? And do, do you have a meeting prior and say, this is the, the route that we want to go to? How, how does that work? Uh, yeah, it kind of happened pretty organically, to be honest. Um, my brother and I wrote the songs pretty quickly. I think we wrote the entirety of the EP in like maybe two weeks or something like that. We just kind of got together and worked songs out and tweaked them. And they, and they continued to change as um, we continued to change to tweak on them. But the songs in, in structure were, were done fairly quickly. And then uh, Danan, who used to sing in another band called The Bullet for Pretty Boy, um, he filled in for a band in Pending Doom for a while um, on a summer tour. Um, several years back and I saw him with him and I thought you know he's, he's, he's great at what he does and anyway he lived he lived close to me and 
I was just kind of like, well, I'm looking for a singer, and this guy has has been kind of out out of the touring world for a while. Maybe he'd be interested in doing it, and we spoke, and he was, and from there we just kind of started bouncing ideas back and forth off each other uh, off each other to see what we wanted to talk about and how we wanted to um, approach the the lyrics for this thing because I'm a pretty uh, I'm a pretty controlling kind of guy, <laughs> a bit of obsessive about music and things so we definitely like i definitely wanted to be involved in the lyric writing process too so we definitely uh, we did it together and it was it turned out really really cool because of it we had two people's perspectives and we uh kind of were able to i think get more uh hit on topics that are maybe a little more universally uh felt because it's not just all from the mind of one person you know um it's kind of something that we both felt in different ways and i think that's always the kind of art and the kind of music that people can relate to is always the ones that people connect to so i'm, I'm, I'm super excited about that so the ep um, drops uh, the ep drops april 21st um you know people could start pre-ordering it i know on the website there for, for face down uh but how soon are you going to get you get you guys on a tour i know you guys are part of the face down fest uh, in April. Yeah. But are you going to be touring with yeah, other well, bands, or what, what's the, 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 the details on that? Well, uh, some of that stuff was, is, is still kind of coming together. I know that the, the kickoff uh, for this album is going to be Face Down Fest. Uh, it, you know, that's the first, the, like, kind of the start to all the shows and the touring that we're going to be doing. We, we did some, uh, we did a, a, a part of the uh, European run for the Four Today Tour, so we, we opened the shows over there and did, like, um, you know, uh, a tour in, in Europe with a band called Loathe and, and my old band as well. And uh, that was cool. It was kind of the start to the touring thing. But the first thing after the EP comes out is Face Down Fest. And uh, after that, I think things are going to kind of come together. I've, you know, we've, we've been talking with a lot of bands and trying to figure out the best way that uh, we can get out there and try to support this thing um, in a way that's not full on because we all have... We've all done the full-time touring thing, and we want to do this one a little smarter, to where we don't tour ourselves into the ground. Uh, we just want to tour when we want to tour with bands that we want to tour with, and uh, you know, we'll just do it that way. Um, kind of keep it fun and keep it a thing that is about um, having fun with music and making music that people care about. So um, it, it's not a job for us. We I, we don't want it to feel like a job. We've all done music for a living, and I I, I work in a studio. Um, recording and uh, you know that's going to be that, that that's my career um, and uh, so it's super freeing to do music just because you love it. And I think music turns out better when it's when it's done that way. When when no one's rent is contingent upon people liking it or not, you can make whatever you want. Uh, so so as far as touring goes, it's going to kind of um, you know obviously touring with Four Today, we've made a bunch of friends over the years and have connections and, and whatnot. And I think as soon as we can um, have a good short little window to where we can do some tours across the states, we're going to try to jump into that and uh, try to make it work with all of our schedules. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's kind of uncharted waters, but uh, we're looking forward to getting out and touring, playing shows, and um, doing some more stuff in the states um, and also back in Europe because we had a blast over there. So, so Ryan, while you guys are on tour, will you be playing any of for today's songs by any chance? Uh, no, no, we'll definitely uh, we'll let, we'll let for today be for today, and we'll uh, have nothing left be nothing left. I think that's uh, you know we we had a great time, uh, my brother and I, doing for today for such a long time, and uh, you know had some really cool years in history with that band. But uh, this thing is kind of something different, something. New.
new for us to, um, to I guess, ex- express ourselves creatively in a, in a new way. Um, so I think we'll definitely keep keep the two um, entities separate and, uh, you know, kind of let for today uh, be what it was and, uh, and let nothing left be what it's going to be. Well, Ryan, I want to thank you so much for your time. April 21st, the EP drops, Destroy and Rebuild. You can pre-order it right now as we speak. I want to thank you for your time and look forward to seeing you guys out there on tour starting off in April with the Face Down Fest. Thanks so much for your time, man. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me, man. Appreciate it. All right, George, well, it's now time to talk some uh, mixed martial arts. As uh, you heard there from Ryan of Nothing Left, we're giving away tickets to check out Skillet this weekend in the Miami-Dade County Youth Fair. Make sure you like our social media pages to enter for an opportunity of winning a pair of tickets to check out the band. Uh, Again, Skillet, Miami-Dade County Youth Fair this weekend. All right, UFC fighter or former UFC fighter War Machine has been found guilty of multiple charges in connection of beating his ex-girlfriend and porn star Christy Mack back in 2014, he was found guilty of 29 of 34 charges, including sexual assault, kidnapping, and more. It's about damn time this cycle is uh, found guilty for what he did. Uh, he last fought back in 2013. War Machine literally is a psycho. All right. He fought for Bellator. We talked about Bellator. Bellator is coming back to pay-per-view. The last time they were there was, well, when Rampage Jackson took on King Mo back in 2014. And let me tell you, George, it didn't do too well. They sold about 100,000 buys in pay-per-view. So they're trying it again, this time with the main event, Vanderlei Silva versus Chael Sonnen. You see, this is what upsets me about Bellator. They are literally the same or have the same mindset as what WCW had back in the day in pro wrestling when Hulk Hogan... Uh, they will have Hulk Hogan headline main events for WCW versus some some guy that has been in the in the ring for ages, and that's the same thing with Chael Sonnen and Vanderlei Silva. These guys have been in the game for a long time. Chael Sonnen, number one, just lost to Tito Ortiz fair and square, and now they're making him headline a main event in Madison Square Garden for Bellator, Bellator's second uh, appearance on pay per view against Vanderlei Silva, who was busted for using uh, roids. So, and then the, the co-headliner is going to be Fedor Melolenko versus Matt Mitrione. Okay, that's a decent fight. It's a fun fight to fight, but to see. But, George, this is a sad thing. Rampage and King Mo were on that first pay-per-view. Later this month, they're going to be on free TV. What makes you think people are going to buy this pay-per-view to watch both Sonnen and Vanderlei Silva at Madison Square Garden? Personally, I'll watch it free on the internet. I guess, but in in respects to to both fighters, uh, you also got one of the best fighters of all time, a veteran in one in Wanderlei Silva, and then you got the ever so entertaining Chael Sonnen. So yes, you know Chael lost and Wanderlei, you know, did his thing, but but again, you can't diss them for they're just the fighters. They're accepting a payday. You can't blame it on them. You have to blame it on Bellator. Uh, for causing a bad, you know, pay-per-view. So, t- I guess time will tell. I, 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 like, I will watch the fight, whether it be pay-per-view or not. 
if it was, you know, for Chael Sonnen. By the way, you're welcome that I even came back. You increased my pay. So, so basically, the 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 the, 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 the situation in this matter is, Mr. Roman, is can they deliver us a good fight? Because for the people who are spending the money, we they just better hope not for not for a dance. They they hope for a fight. Personally, me, I will pay to see the right now the rumored fight that's going on like crazy that the fans want to see: Victor Belfort versus CM Punk. And, and I saw that. I heard about Vito Belfort and CM Punk, but that's not fair. Vito Belfort. He's a stud. I mean, this guy's going to be potentially maybe a UFC fighter. Again, CM Punk only has one fight in mixed martial arts. I mean, you're going to put... That, that's, just, that's just crazy. You just can't do that. Put Jason David Frank versus CM Punk. I'd rather see that, you know, styles-wise, record-wise. It makes more sense. They're both celebrities. What the hell? And they both have a, a mixed martial arts background. It makes more sense. And you get, you might get those comic cons people to buy a, a couple of the the, the pay per view buys because they have nothing else to do. They'd rather spend hey. it on Wizard Word and all that other crap. Hey. I'd rather see that. Just don't put CM Punk versus Vitor. We know what's gonna happen. Victor, whether it be Vitor or or Jason David Frank, you still will get a high buy rate. Bellator, learn on that. I know, and see, but that's what's upsetting, because when you have, say, what happened with Kimbo Slice and, and Data 5000, and then uh, Shamrock, uh, when he took on Tito, I mean, you're not getting the, the fighters that, 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 what they used to deliver, and this is something that Vitor said about bringing a, a Legends League, which, it looks good on paper, but will it sell? I don't know. I don't think they could. You could have two real, true veterans headline, say, a UFC pay-per-view, and put put them maybe as the third fight of the main card. But I don't know about a main event. Look, Mr. Roman, I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna end it with this because I'm pretty sure my lollipop queen over here will agree on this. Give me Vitor and CM Punk, for CM Punk could have that bad loss once again, but this time worse. Because we're talking about Vitor Belfort here, okay? We're not talking about some random guy off the street. We're talking about Belfort, a guy that could knock you out or make you tap in less than five minutes, especially with a rookie like CM Punk. Have him with uh, CM Punk. Let that be CM Punk's last fight for he could come back home. That's all I could say. That's unfair. They shouldn't do that. Last but not least, the rumored fight, Conor McGregor. Floyd Mayweather. Allegedly, the T-Mobile Arena has been booked for a date in June. We might be getting McGregor and, May- and Mayweather at last. Rumors are out there saying that Floyd Mayweather will soon come out and make the official announcement. Conor McGregor, Floyd Mayweather. In fact, Conor McGregor was in attendance at a recent boxing fight this past weekend. Uh, actually, on uh, St. Paddy's Day on, on, on March 17th of this Friday. And he was saying that hey, he's here to make boxing great again. You know, he's here that he's the new face of boxing. But someone really needs to smack Conor McGregor in the head and tell him and remind him that he will not defeat Floyd Mayweather. In an MMA fight, yes, but not in a boxing ring. Mayweather has this. I mean, there's just no doubt in my mind. But will it make money? Hell yeah, it will. 
Well, don't forget, Conor McGregor has always been a stand-up guy. We have yet to see a submission finish from from Conor McGregor. He's always been good at the stand-up game. So that tells you, yes, he's not a boxer, but he has strength behind those punches. So I'm just saying right now, don't 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 weigh your all your options against him yet. Well, we know that he has power in his punches. The thing is, will he be able to catch Floyd Mayweather, who is possibly the best defensive boxer of all time? He's fast, so I think so, yes. He's fast. He's just as fast as Floyd Mayweather. You know, yes, Floyd is a veteran in the boxing ring, and he knows how to stick and move a lot better, but if you can match his, 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 uh, his speed, then I think you got him. We'll see with that. Thanks for joining us this uh, week here in the Roman Show. Thank you, Christina, for coming on the show and joining us. Uh, George, of course, stay off that uh, weird martini drinks you take every week. As we get ready for the WrestleMania week, uh, in fact, next week we're having Kim. Not sure if you know of her. She is uh, the promoter of Ignite, who will be on the program to talk about. Well, she's going to be teaming up with other promotions. I mean, there's everything going on in WrestleMania week. And if you're in town, you're going to have an opportunity to see great, pro, great wrestling from all different sorts of promotions. And Kim is going to provide that in one of the shows that weekend. And uh, also remember, FEW is going to be there. They're the, the only South Florida promotion to be up there and a whole lot more. So we'll talk about that next week on the Roman Show as we will get you geared up for the big weekend of WrestleMania. You got something to say? Yeah, of course. And make sure you like us on Facebook, facebook.com backslash WrestleCityRadio. Next Monday, we, uh, Christina and I will be talking to some great promoters as well. And, of course, Braden Knight of the Orlando City Wrestling and Alex Porto of Pro Wrestling 2.0 that they're going to also be holding up shows. And don't forget, Mr. Roman, we cannot finish to plug our very special Roman show, Wrestle City Radio Super Show at WrestleMania tailgate party. Make sure you find us in the parking lot. We'll have a barbecue. We'll have free giveaways, the whole nine. And their Facebook Lives will shut down before we get buzzed. So make sure you tune in Sunday right before WrestleMania. Thanks for checking us out, theromanshow.com, where we're always live 24-7. Till next time.